right, hello everybody and welcome once again to the center of infinity. This is EK, the DJ, alongside Miss Courtney. Hi. And we are here to talk about why, <laughs> why, why things. Yeah. We're here to talk about why things, why things, why things that are unexplained and, and why things that are weird mm. and uh, paranormal sometimes and conspiracy themed sometimes we're all over the place our topic tonight i thought was just kind of like interesting oh i dig it i'm a big fan of harry potter yeah i'm a huge huge harry potter fan i have I all the har- hey, i have all the per- the hardbound books first edition do you yeah. i do too um i'm a big big harry potter fan and i was really excited to see uh that we were doing something harry potter <laughs> yeah I was pretty excited too. <clears throat> I saw some of these articles though, and I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't even really think of that. I'm getting a weird hum. You hear that hum? Yes. What is causing that? I don't know. It's bothering me. <laughs> I'm not sure where that's coming from. So before we jump into our uh, Harry Potter conversation, mm-hmm. how was uh, how's your week? It was pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I've worked all week, um, but other than that, it was really good. I did some cool stuff. Took my niece to see the Nutcracker. That was fun. And um, just waiting now because the next one is Bohemian Rhapsody. So <laughs> that's the next one I need to see. I have heard mixed things yeah. about Bohemian Rhapsody. I think I want to see it anyway. Yeah, but I feel uh, I've I've heard a lot of reviews saying that it just feels like a cliche biopic that kind of forced it to be funny. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when I see it. Well, you know, for people our age, it probably isn't as great for us as it is for like our parents' generation because they were, you know, they were there when they were. Big. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> so I was there. It probably is like better to them than it would be to us yeah yeah i can i can i can feel that yeah that's what i was thinking anyway but it's my mic oh i'm the one with the hum you you hear it (laughs) yeah it's me that's craziness i wonder why probably because i've got 18 million uh electronic electronics over here I'll fix. I'll I'll raise my mic up and and do it down instead of up like this. And, yeah, and that'll fix it. Probably. All right. So um, well, let's paint the picture. Let's paint okay. the picture. Harry Potter. Yes. Uh, if you have been living under a rock for, you know, the last couple <laughs> fifteen years, fifteen, <laughs> um, a, a decade and a half, uh, you may have never heard about this small boy who comes from a very abusive family, um, who figures out that he's a wizard. Uh, at, at a just prepubescent age, um, and then enters a world of magic and, and wonder uh, that made a lot of children sad that that world was not readily accessible to them. Right. But it spurred the imagination of so many. Uh, I remember I was, I think I was in high school, my senior year of high school, Yeah. when I read the first Harry Potter book. I think that's about right. Probably because I think I was a freshman and you're a couple years older than me. 
And uh, it was the Sorcerer's Stone. Um, and man, I got into it. Oh, I loved it. I loved it so much. Yeah. Um, I loved it so much that uh, I did go on a date with a girl. Yeah. Uh, and and saw the movie and was way more concerned about the movie than the date. <laughs> like I was just listen. I just yeah. want to watch this movie. I'm not trying to like. I need my hands because exciting things are gonna happen, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna want to jump up and cheer. Yeah. Uh, especially when they get into the Quidditch matches. Right. Uh, so so listen. You just sit there and also <laughs> enjoy the movie. I'll talk um, to you after. <laughs> we, we will have a conversation about how great the movie was and how what the difference is with the book. We're gonna we're listen. We're gonna we're gonna have date time. But right now we're just two people enjoying a movie at the same time, not necessarily <laughs> together. Please don't be offended. That's so funny. Um. So uh, I don't know. Do I did I did I set it up? Did I set it up well? What do you think? Yeah, I get it. Um. So our main our our main topic tonight is obviously Harry Potter, and, mm. and uh, we're going to talk about the the conspiracies, not conspiracies, but the fan theories and uh, some some hmm things about the Harry Potter story. Yeah. Um. So the most exciting one, I think, is is the first one. Maybe we should should have saved this for the end, but who cares? <laughs> um. So it's all in Harry's head. Right. He never left the cupboard under the stairs. It, it, the whole thing played out just in his mind. Yes. So I'm, I'm I'm for this. I'm not for this, but it makes the whole story story a lot more sad and real. It does. <laughs> it does. It somehow like seems to make it hit. Um, just like it pulls on your heartstrings for no reason. <laughs> um, but. It, yeah, I mean, I think that it'll be. I think that it is. Um, on the one hand, interesting. On the one hand, he didn't have to deal with that Malfoy fucker, but at the same time, he also didn't have any friends at all. Right. They were all in his head. Yeah, it's terrible. That's the terrible part about it. Is so. Um, it says. It says that um, he just. Never, you know, like you said, never really left his little, like, cupboard underneath the steps and um, sort of made everything up in his head and all that. Um, it talks about how he slowly went mad from isolation. Which is why the stories got crazier and crazier. Yeah. Well, that, I never, I didn't even think about that. But so you're probably right about that. There's just there's just so so much going on in the story. Yeah. Um like like the whole thing like there was a there was a spider. Yeah. And and then like the, there was the whole thing about the spiders. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't I don't want to I feel like I feel like I don't want to give away spoilers, but at the same time, this story's so fucking old. How like how could how could, how is like giving away spoilers isn't really a big deal. Yeah. Um, but like, there's some really particular things like that 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 add true. One, J.K. Rowling never she didn't she didn't confirm it, but she also didn't deny it. And historically, when when fans have posted like theories about the story, she's right. pretty quick to be like, nope, nope, that's false, nope. But with this particular theory, she was like, oh, that'd be interesting. 
Yeah. Like, like she's not ruling it out. Um, and I think, let me see if I can find it. There might be a direct quote. Um, let me see if I can find it. Um, what is this? At the bottom of this article is a bunch of stuff that, uh, Harry Potter kitchen accessories. What, the, what, it, what, it, what, did I click a link? What is this? No, it's just all the way at the bottom. You gotta go back up. <laughs> what just happened? So she said, I think that's a fabulous point, and that speaks so perfectly to the truth to the books because I had it suggested to me more than once that Harry actually did go mad in the cupboard and that everything that happened subsequently was some sort of fantasy life he developed to save himself. So that's not a denial. Right. Like, she's like, just like, oh, you know, that's, that's, it's like that's she's, a great point. It's like she's not saying it either way. I didn't write it that way, but it certainly fits, so uh, I'll allow it. <laughs> um, it's passable. So some of these things... Okay, so the coping mechanism of an abuse victim. Yeah. Uh, they, they will escape with mental blocks or fantasies. Um, which which kind of correlates to Harry's situation. Also, you ever notice how like like people got really badly hurt in yes. in in the in these the series, but anytime Harry got hurt, it was kind of like like a broken bone or a bruise or like yeah. it was it was always something mundane. Right. So it's almost like. <laughs> It's almost like uh like those were real abuses that were happening to him. Yes. Like 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 he was thrown down the stairs and he had a broken arm and 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 that's how he actually broke his arm in the story. Uh whereas like you know Ron's puking up slugs and and Hermione has like the crazy teeth. Yeah. Um so so like how come crazy stuff happens to him but like what actually happens to Harry's like stuff that really could happen in an abusive family home. Right. So yeah, um, I think that's crazy. It's um it's a really good theory and it adds like a different dimension to like the whole story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's so sad. <laughs> and it makes you wonder like it's what, so what char what characters were supposed to represent. Yeah. That's true. Also like the love interest for Harry, like the Ginny thing that came way later. Yeah. Um so like you always, in the very beginning, it's like, oh, obviously Harry's going to end up with Hermione. Yeah. But maybe Harry just didn't value himself enough. So, like, Hermione ends up with his best friend, even though she should be with him. Yeah. Like, like, uh, why would anyone ever be with me? Why would someone so smart and so so cool ever be with me? Yep. Because I don't deserve happiness, because that's an abuse victim. Yeah. And I just, I just, I just love how well that theory plays into the whole story, which does make it kind of sad, but it'll never be as bad as Twilight. So, um, <laughs> take that, Stephanie. I was going to say like never as bad as Twilight actually is or never no. as bad as like the fan fiction. No, here's the thing about Twilight and isn't, wasn't Twilight fan fiction to begin with? Yes, it was. And what was it? Fan fiction of? Um, it, oh, I don't remember. Are you typing it in over there? Yes. 
Our intern did not make it this week, Mr. so uh, so I'm uh, I'm searching things on my own. Ten, Fifty Shades of Grey. Ten laptops. No, Fifty Shades of Grey was fan, fan fiction, fiction of uh, Twilight. Yeah. Wow. You didn't wow. know that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I thought that was backwards, but <laughs> and it was not Fifty Shades of Grey that I was thinking either. I was well, I knew that I knew that yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey was um fan fiction of Twilight, but I for some reason I thought that the Twilight series was like it started out as fan fiction from somewhere else. I don't know why I thought that. But um, we're going to move on to the next thing, on. which is eight ridiculous theories that you that will change how you read Harry Potter. Did I fix it? I fixed it. You fixed it. <laughs> I had wires crossed under the desk. There was a power wire over top of my microphone wire. Oh. It was picking up electrical hum. I figured it out. <laughs> Sorry, that stuff bothers me. Um, so we're gonna skip the first one because it the first one on this eight eight theories is uh it's that Harry hallucinated everything. It's the same one we just talked about. Yes. But the second one, have you heard the second one? Have you heard of this this theory? I, I hadn't until I okay. read this actually. I had, but oh, okay. but JK Rowling sh- just shut this one down. Oh, okay. So, and and with like I said, with relative quickness. But it's still a cool theory. So Ron's a time traveler. Specifically Ron is Dumbledore, and I flippin' love this. <laughs> and some okay. of, some of the the basis for this theory mm-hmm. um, were uh, about the chess game. So Ron Weasley is playing not only the role of the knight but also that of the king. Mm-hmm. So so uh, what was Hermione was something specifically if all the pieces. If the chess game in A Sorcerer's Stone is a metaphor for the series as a whole, and the pieces the characters play are a metaphor for their roles in the series, how do we reconcile the fact that Ron Weasley plays not only the role of the knight, but also the role of the king, the same role played by Albus Dumbledore in The Larger War? Mm. So this is a, this is an excerpt from a series, uh, an article on time.com. Um, but there's a lot of things, like they're... Uh, they're both tall and lanky with the long fingers and hands. And, yeah. And Dumbledore's got a sweet, a sweet tooth, kind of like Ron. Um, there's also uh, some more reaching theories, like the word bin is is a, got a Latin root that means uh, um, double or two. Yeah. So uh, Draco sings a song, Weasley is our king. Um and and in it he it starts with a uh, born in a bin, so oh. born born in in a two, meaning he's living a double life, if mm. you will. Um, which I think I just think that's a well, cool. That's I think that's a cool cool theory that, that yeah that Ron is just Dumbledore. Somebody had to like really think about that though. And, and meanwhile, <laughs> here's the other thing: like Ron can never know that until he becomes Dumbledore. Right. Because Dumbledore was so smart and so wise, he would know that he couldn't interfere with his own younger self <laughs> without risking a paradox that would potentially collapse the entire universe. 
you know, time paradoxes or tricky things. Yeah. You can't touch anything. You can't touch anything. You can't step on a bug. You can't fart and have the wrong person smell it because the world will end. The whole world? The whole world. The whole universe will end. Time paradoxes. You can't mess with them. You can't go back and and then change things. But then there's also that other theory that like every time you change something in time, an uh-huh. alternate dimension splits off. Really? Yeah. Do you ever see the um oh, what's that? The movie Sliding Doors? It's Gwyneth Paltrow years and years ago. No. Like, the whole movie's based on, like, if she had gotten home five minutes earlier. She'd have caught her husband cheating on her. She would have left him. Like, there's this whole arcing story. It's it's actually decent. I was going to say, that actually sounds like a good movie, though. It's a decent movie. It's not necessarily... It's kind of a romantic movie. I guess it's a romantic comedy-esque. I don't know. Dramedy? It's like, it's it's not a rom-com. It's not quite a rom-com, because, like, it starts out so sad. Um... Well, half of it does. You just gotta watch it. It's worth it's worth watching. I think just it's called watch. Sliding Doors. Get Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, you know the butthole bleacher. That's her claim to fame, right? That she, yeah. she gets her butthole bleached. Yeah. And she also makes those jellies, the cleaning jellies, right? Does she? Yeah, like she sells these like stupid high end expensive cleaning products. Oh. Do you not like for your body? Am I? How do I know about the? You're the one with the celebrity gossip show, and you don't know about Gwyneth Paltrow's secret butthole ble- bleaching clean um, cleansers. Uh, no, I didn't know about that at all. Actually, I know that. I know that she like has a website that she runs that has like um, recipes for like whole foods and like natural foods and stuff like that. Like to eat a lot of food in the raw goop. Yeah, goop. That's the name. It's a modern lifestyle brand. Yeah, I mean, that's... But, like, there's, like, it started out that's with... That's, like, all her food stuff. It but started out with, like, beauty products, I'm pretty sure. Like she does had, it? Yeah, that was what Goop originally was. It was a skin product. Oh, I, I had no idea. If I remember correctly. I knew that, um, you know, it's, like... Uh, I, knew, I know that it's, like, food stuff. Like, she has, like, bone... Bone broth. Oh, there's uh, there's, there's and stuff so like that. much that she's um she's pushing, and it's all about wellness. I can I can dig that. But I'm just not trying to put any bleach on my on my butthole. Well, I was gonna say, well, <laughs> I don't know how much wellness that has to do with anything. I don't know. But um, I just like I'm like I'm on the I'm on the site the goop site goop.com. You're it, totally lost now, aren't you? It, well, I'm just I'm just scrolling over <laughs> some of the products, and like, if you mouse over some of the products, there's like a secondary image, and uh, one of them is just a picture of Gwyneth Paltrow with, with, with seemingly like no makeup on, just woke up like this. Um, <laughs> but but it's like it's just one product that does that. All the rest of the products, if you mouse over them, is just a different angle of the same product. Oh, but there's this one that just hey, it's my face, <laughs> just my whole face. It's my whole face. Um, so back to the Potter. Conspiracy theory number three. Uh, Draco is a werewolf. Yeah. I can dig that. You think so? Yeah, a little bit, because, uh, um, 
after Lucius didn't get the prophecy between the fifth and sixth books, mm-hmm. um, Voldemort lets Fenrir Greybeard or Greyback bite Draco. Hmm. Um, also, um, Draco is not a Death Eater, which we already knew. Yeah. Um, Voldemort says maybe you can babysit the cubs to Draco when the Death Eaters find out that Remus and Tonks are having a baby. Um, which is kind of a wasted line if he's not a werewolf. Yeah, that's true. Um, and there's a whole website, Draco Malfoy is a werewolf. Uh, which I think is funny that they're so committed to this. We need, we need a werewolf. Um, <laughs> we need a whole website. And meanwhile, the website is very, very simple. Like it's just. Did you look at it? Yeah, I didn't look yeah, at yeah. It. It's it's straight up like a white background with black text on the page. Oh, it is. Like it's it's basically a document file. It is it is a word processor file that they have ad- made into a website. <laughs> no, no frills, no advertisements, no external no. links. Like this, Drickle Malfoy is a werewolf, y'all. We got the proof right here. I think that it's funny that there's um. There's one of these bullet points that says, so what is he? And then it just, it's just, yeah. Right, right, right. Because they have to build the fact that, that he's a werewolf. Now why, why yeah. so why hide it? Um, there is a precedent for J.K. Rowling revealing only the tip of the iceberg in, in some of her characterizations. So she was originally going to write a whole arc about Dean Thomas's family, but instead she focused on Neville. Yeah. Um, Dumbledore's love of Grindelwald is never addressed during any of the books and was only revealed by J.K. Rowling during Q&A after all the books had been published. Um, there are a lot of other elements to the story that have been likely left behind uh, for one reason or another. Uh, it's entirely possible that Draco's reveal was planned for the seventh book, for example, mm. but got cut for pages. Rowling has new content being released by book and could be saving this reveal on pot for Pottermore or the seventh book. Huh. Interesting. Um, it also makes Draco's relationship with Snape more interesting because Draco's relying on him for the Wolfsbane potion. Hmm. Boom. That makes sense. Right? It absolutely makes sense I'm now. Saying. Mind blown. Uh, J.K. Rowling is Rita Rita Skeeter. She modeled Rita Skeeter after herself. And she only became a children's author after being forced out of, you know, shamed in the wizarding world as a journalist. Yeah. I'll buy it. You'll buy it? I'll buy it. Um, Crookshanks is Lily Potter. Harry's mom. Do you think so? Um, Hermione's cat. I'm not buying that. But I like the reasoning. Yeah. So, uh, so there's a Tumblr post that that you know it's the red hair, the green eyes. Mm. Um, also, always trying to get Scabbers, who ended up being Peter Pettigrew later on. Who Lily would be fucking. You know, I'm not cool with you, bro. Yeah. And uh, was it all the, like? They were they were all animuses. All of them had the ability to change into animals. James. Um, Peter Pettigrew, uh, Sirius Black, like they could all change into animals. Yeah. So if that's the case, why wouldn't it be assumed that Lily could also change into an animal? 
Right. So, you know, I dig it. I seize it. Uh, Harry and Hermione are siblings. Um, That's weird. That is weird. Um, I'm not, I'm not for it. <laughs> uh, because it's a little incestuous because of the will they, won't they up until Ginny's existence throughout the book series. Yeah. Like, and if, if she knew all along that they were siblings, like, I, I don't Nope. Not buying it. Nope. And then Dumbledore actually is death. Of course it's happening inside your head, Harry. But why on earth should that mean it's not real? Because it's happening inside your head, Dumbledore. That's like the whole point. <laughs> it's not happening outside of your head, therefore it's not real. Oh, or is it? Or is it? To be or not to be, that is the question. Um, Do you think that he's death? Okay, so... so no, I don't think that. But oh. the theory says it was a 2014 Tumblr, Tumblr, Tumblr post about the tale of the three brothers, um, which was the wizard fairy tale about the Peveril brothers as they received the rewards for cheating death. The unbeatable Elder Wand, the resurrection stone that brings, brings people back from the dead, and the invisibility cloak, which conceals its user. These three items are often referred to as the Deathly Hallows, hence the name of the final book. The theory says that Voldemort, is the oldest brother, murdered in his bed by someone who sought the Elder Wand. Snape is seen as the middle brother who is driven to suicide after res resurrecting the girl he once hoped to marry before her untimely death. Harry would be the youngest brother who escapes death with the cloak until giving it to his son, greeting death as an old friend, and going with him gladly. The Tumblr user, though, posits that Dumbledore is death. He greeted Harry at King's Cross. He was one behind Snape and Voldemort's death. He's the one who gave Harry the invisibility cloak, too. And he had the stone and the wand. Hmm. Dumbledore had all of the things. He did. He had all the things. And they all were given to each of these characters. I don't, I'm not buying that he's death, but I, I see the similarities of the story. And it's also like, uh, that would play into the theory that um, everything was inside Harry's head because right. it, it gave Harry an out. He wasn't the one killing everybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I dig <laughs> that. I dig that. Um, the Dursleys are angry because Harry's a Horcrux. And, you know, if you're around a Horcrux, it messes you up. Yeah. It turns you angry. Look at what happened to Ron. He got all pissy. Yeah, that's true. Um... Yeah, so that's uh that's pretty much it. It's a time it's a time magazine time dot com article. Rowling Harry Potter theory. Check it out. It's totally worth it. It'll be on the landing it's, page. It's, it's a good read. It's a good read. So And you know, now is the time of the year where they do like Harry Potter marathons, like mm -hmm. back to back to back to mm -hmm. back. So you can watch it like nine hundred times and be like, Oh, there it is. I saw it. I there got, it is. I got all the books and all the DVDs. <laughs> it's about to be a marathon in my house. Um, but most importantly, most importantly, it is time. What's the time for? I don't know what it is, but I'm going to eat it. So if you've been listening um, 
for a while, you know that we pretty regularly pump 540 Foodie Chick services. Um, Courtney has uh, an amazing business where she creates all kinds of cooked and baked goodies, um, ranging from from snacks to full courses, entrees, and desserts. Yeah. Um, and on this segment of the show, we typically have featured desserts that she uh, creates, and everything that has been created and, and uh, experienced on the show um, is available for purchase. Um, all you have to do is place your order at 540foodiechick yeah. at gmail.com. Yes. Um, and that's foodie, F-O-O-D-I-E, chick, C-H-I-C-K, 540foodiechick <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, tonight, you have I have snacks. snacks. And it looks like oh, these are like those thin cookies, those wafer cookies, right? Oh. <gasps> uh, <laughs> it's a butterscotch something. Yeah, mm. it's a butterscotch cookie brittle. Butterscotch cookie brittle. Yeah. So there's a rule um, across the board here at the uh, FXBG Public Radio that there's no food on the air, no food in the <laughs> studio. Um, it's it's kind of unprofessional. Uh, nobody wants to hear anybody chewing, but we're promoting. A local business, a local entrepreneur that that has has made some insanely creative concoctions, um, and with ease uh, can prepare these things by simple order. Uh, all you have to do is send your order to five four zero foodiechick at gmail.com. Yes. Um, I'm not I'm not BSing. Uh, I had pumpkin spice meatloaf. I made it up, and she made it for real. Yeah, my parents had some too. I I dropped them off, dropped them off some, and they thought it was and great. It was all it was excellent <laughs> and 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 perfect for the season. And you want to you talk about spicing up an old school meal? Yeah. You know you have you know you could have meatloaf all year round, but around this you know it's pumpkin spice season. How about some pumpkin spice meatloaf to add some flair and pizzazz to a, a traditional dish and I'm, it was so good yeah i told my dad what it was and he was like ew and then he and ate I was it like, and he was yeah. it. it was like yeah. uh can we just have meatloaf like this when we have meatloaf instead <laughs> of the old meatloaf all the time so so here's this loaf of meat you know how you can make that better throw some pumpkin on that bitch <laughs> bitches love pumpkin bitches love pumpkin <laughs> so funny so please, please, please reach out to 540foodiechick at gmail.com. Place your order today. Um, and if you don't know, you know, if, you, if you're undecided, uh, might I suggest the bacon chocolate cupcakes? Oh, yeah. Um, bacon chocolate cupcakes, another insanely creative, awesome dish. Um, I got to make those for the station again. What, what else? Do we, what else? What, what, what were some of my favorites? The beignets. Oh my god, the beignets. The beignets. Nick likes the, the beignets, beignets too. Uh, so I've been watching the originals. Yeah. Uh, I'm way into it. Um, yeah. And uh, there is a se- there is a scene in season five maybe uh-huh. where Nick Klaus is uh, eating some beignets, oh. and I'm like, yeah, Nick Klaus. <laughs> oh, let me get one of them beignets. <laughs> That's what I recommend you order. Pumpkin spice meatloaf, beignets, bacon chalk, and pupcakes. Did I ever make you guys the milkshake french fry cupcakes? No. Okay, so I'll have to make the vanilla milkshake Do you hear this? Are you listening, listeners? (laughs) Are you listening? 
She yeah. made some marshmallow s'more cupcakes. Oh yeah, for the art thing. And, that was and, fun. And, and and it was or for our casa. It it was we didn't tell anybody that we had them, and then somebody went to the mic. Where it was like twenty of them left, and then somebody said on the microphone, "Hey, we got these, these uh, these uh, s'more cupcakes," and then they were all gone, all in like a <laughs> second. Yeah, you that are was missing fun. out. That was fun. So yeah, five four zero foodie chick at gmail.com. Actually, I don't think I ever told you guys, but those um. The vanilla milkshake french fry cupcakes that I made, those won first place at the Fredericksburg Fair. Nice. Yeah. And then the next year I did um, pineapple cilantro cupcakes. Pineapple cilantro. Yeah. And those ones won first place too. That was fun. Pineapple cilantro. I should do, do you, that. Are you, are you listening? <laughs> are you listening to these? Oh my gosh, these treats. Place an order today. Let's move into, as soon as I pull my sound effects back up. <laughs> weird news. In tonight's weird news, mysterious Ewok-like troll monkeys <laughs> found making strange noise on Thai Island. Now, this is from Mirror.co.uk. It's where we get a lot of our weird news. Yes. Um... I'm going to go ahead and spill the beans. It was a sham. Yeah. It was staged. But imagine being in a group of tourists and you're you're on these you're on these shallow waters, you're on a boat and you're kind of coming around a corner and you see these like Ewok-esque like troll monkeys playing music on the edge of an island kind of hanging out in the water doing some like weird little thing. I'd be flipping out. I'd be like, what is that? I would flip out. To, there's pictures, too. Um, did you watch the video? Did you hear I, the noise? I did not watch the video. You got to play the noise. Let me see if I can pull the video up. Because Oh, no, because it's not letting me click anything inside the page because of the uh, stupid cookies thing. I'm not accepting your cookies. I don't want your cookies. I got cookies from 540 Foodie Chick. Weird. Weird. <laughs> Singer Tori Raines, uh, the traveling vocalist, uh, staged the bizarre scene with a local acting group, Thailand Biennale. 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 At any rate, these things look creepy as hell. There's weird music. They don't look like people. They look like they look like monkey trolls. They do. It's very strange because, like, like their their legs are very long, and then like their feet are wide. Um, it's really strange. It went on for like thirty <laughs> minutes, like with yeah. no explanation and no announcements, or like it was just. If you saw something, if you saw some kind of animal like that, wouldn't you be like, "What is that?" I would run. You would run. I would run. I don't know if I would. It's a were monkey. A were monkey. <laughs> I'm trying to get bit and turn into a were monkey myself. I was gonna say, don't get bit. That's way really funny. A were monkey. Um. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. Definitely interesting. We should do something like that. Just dress up like monkeys and start singing just randomly, and not <laughs> announce it anymore. Just under the. Oh, we'll go under the bridge, the Falmouth Bridge. <laughs> we'll go over under, and we'll just dress up like monkeys and just start singing. 
underneath the Falmouth Bridge. No explanation for anybody. They're like, we got trolls. <laughs> There's trolls in Fredericksburg. They live underneath the Falmouth Bridge. They just sing. In Fredericksburg, the police would probably come find us. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Singing, bringing joy to Fredericksburg. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. Exactly. Writing tickets for dead inspection. <laughs> Jerks. All the time. All the time. You How dare be... you ticket me for something I should have been paying attention to? Right. You could be like one day past and they'll stop you and be like... How dare you point out that my tags are dead? <laughs> yes, I know my buffler is dragging on a car behind me, creating sparks and distractions that are potentially dangerous to other drivers. What above it? <laughs> What's your problem, Ossifer? What you gonna do about it? Nothing. No, he write me a ticket. That's what he gonna do about it. <laughs> now, I gotta, now I gotta pay this ticket. Stupid ticket. I, I know pay. damn well I'm guilty. Stupid. <laughs> There's people doing heroin. Right. Stop right. bothering me. Stop bothering me about my dead tags and inspection. <laughs> like I'm some common criminal. Like right. I'm savage. Go, go find the drug sellers. I'm saying. Do you see that stupid billboard? To that be they fair, put up? though, I am <laughs> riding around on dead inspection and dead tags, <laughs> like a drug dealer. <laughs> so yeah. So there. I'm gonna go ahead and get those that. issues fixed. I have already fixed these issues, by the way. <laughs> That was how I found out that my license was suspended years ago. You get pulled over and you had no idea, and the cops were like, hey, did you know your license was suspended? Uh, no, if I knew that, I would not be driving and risking arrest. Exactly. Exactly. He was like, well, you're lucky I believe you, because otherwise you'd be in the back of my car right now. That's inappropriate. And I- <laughs> did you tell the officer is not allowed to make propositions like that? No, him dead because eye. it was a Stafford cop. Oh, they don't take jokes. <laughs> they, they, they do not enjoy jokes. No. And I had one. The, actually, I got pulled over by like um, the intersection where the McDonald's is right here by your house. And I, it was a cop that was in front of me because my inspection was dead. And he like got out of his car and like yelled at me. He was like, pull over. And I was like, oh, my God. I saw a guy leaving a 4th of July display. Yeah. And there's a cop directing traffic with a flashlight. And and uh, the, I don't know if the guy wasn't paying attention or what, but he didn't stop. Oh. And the cop chucked this mag light. <laughs> and it bounced off the guy's windshield and, and I guess cracked the windshield or whatever. And, and then went over to the driver's side of the car, opened a door, yanked the guy. He said, like, you almost hit me. You're not paying attention. There's kids running around here. You know you could have killed somebody. And I was, it was just so satisfying. It was so satisfying to just, just you could have hurt somebody. I just, feel uh, like everybody's wanted to chuck something at somebody's car. So that would be awesome to see happen. Well, you, if you heard these stories, like it, it, the thing is, if you look it up, it happens more than it's reported on a national level, but because yeah. it's being, because it's trending right now, the reports of it happening are are making light. Kids are getting hit at school, like because they're trying to get on the school bus, right? And people don't stop for a school bus. Um, listeners, I'm going to explain something very simple to you. Please? A stop sign is a fucking stop sign. <laughs> Just because it's hanging off the side of a school bus doesn't make it any less 
of a stop sign. The crossing guard holding a stop sign is holding a stop sign. It is not a suggestion. It is a rule (laughs) of the road. It is. You signed up for this when you went to the DMV. If you read the fine print, you agreed to abide by the rules of the road by signing up for a license. Right. So you have to stop when there are stop signs because if you kill a child, one, you're going to have to live with that for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You're destroying a family because to recover from the loss of a child is is not something that anyone is capable of doing. Right. Um, come on. It, this is fucking common sense. This is common sense. Stop at stop signs. Yes. Indeed. I agree. And th- it, this concept... It makes me angry when I see it all the time. If you're the kind of person that that ignores stop signs, you know, I hope you don't vote. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're sterile. Yeah. Because you don't deserve children when you're putting other children's lives at risk. I know. I always felt like you should have to take a test to be able to be fertile to have a child. <laughs> it's real simple. It's real simple. Are you capable of putting someone else's life before yours? If the answer to this question is no, don't reproduce! <laughs> Wrap your shit up. Are you capable of putting someone before yourself? That includes putting th- putting your life on the line before theirs. Right. That's the, the kind of sacrifice that's necessary to be a parent. And that's exactly why I don't have children because I'm not willing to give up my career. And and <laughs> and good for you. Yeah. Good for you for making that adult decision. Yeah. That responsible decision. Good for you. Yeah. Next article. Three signs that the biblical prophecies about the end of the world and the Messiah are coming true. It's coming. It's coming. You know what the first sign is? You can't fucking stop for a stop sign on the side of the school bus. You're going to kill some kids. I'm going to punch you right in the mouth. Natural selection. Punch him right in the mouth. That's like the thing about peanuts. Okay, if you're allergic to peanuts, it's natural selection. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. How about stop eating tree nuts? If I- if a peanut takes you out, we didn't need you. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Don't you think? I mean, come on. I'm saying, like, that's be- that's like, <laughs> there's bees in here. I'm allergic to bees. Well, it might just be your time, bro. <laughs> exactly. We're about to my girl this bitch up. Exactly. Um. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking EpiPens. Anyway. The ridiculously expensive EpiPens. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember where I saw it or some show or comedy thing or whatever. But the dude that stabs himself with the the, the insulin pen and starts chowing down on cupcakes. It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so I just like to. I just want to see the like the evil Knievel's like son, you know. <laughs> Primeval Knievel? I don't know what you'd call him. Uh, uh, but Evil Knievel's son, you know, he's got he's got a bee allergy or something, so he stabs himself with the EpiPen and then, like, punches a bee's nest. <laughs> worth it. Worth, worth, <laughs> worth it! <laughs> that guy funny. takes risks. Um, so sign number one that the world is coming to an end, biblically, is the first red heifer in 2,000 years is born in Israel. So... 
Red cow. Yes. Red cow. Red cow. Um, the second one, the red cow is not exciting. Nothing about that exciting at all. <laughs> but the second one, which is a little bit more interesting because of the timing of it, if the red cow and then it's followed by the, um, the fish spotted in the Dead Sea sinkholes, mm-hmm. which are apparently too sal- salty to support life. Supposed to be. So, but they are a, dead. The Hebrew prophet Ezekiel's end of days prophecy says uh, the sea, a hypersaline environment with a reported 37% salinity, flourishing into life. Um, so. So they're yeah. swimming anchovies. <laughs> yeah, swimming. These salt, these salt fish. Um, and then the last one is a snake coming out of the wall. A snake coming out of the wall doesn't tell you that the end of days is coming. It tells you it's time to fucking move. There's snakes in your walls. That is not a place you want to live. It's time to patch up that hole, bro. <laughs> snakes on a... I am tired of these These snakes on this damn plane. Um... So I don't know. I mean, um, I've never really been big on the end of the world prophecies. Yeah. Um, what's the whole Nostradamus thing? It's like if you make a thousand prophecies and three of them come true, you're just fucking, you got lucky, bro. <laughs> it's not like you really believed that everything that you s- thought was going to happen was going to happen. You were just saying, hey, this is a possibility. And Oh, he got it. He was right that this possibility happened. Yeah. I'm not buying it. So, I love the last story you picked. Mm-hmm. The woman claims that a haunted doll attacked her boyfriend after becoming possessed. I'm a big fan of the podcast, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Okay. Mabim Bam for short. Okay. Um, it is just a, it's a, it's an advice show for the modern era. Uh, and it is hilarious. And they do these haunted doll watches where they oh, talk they? about dolls that are being sold on ebay that are haunted (laughs) and like this is a common thing apparently on ebay they just people are selling haunted dolls all the damn time (laughs) enough for their this popular podcast show to do a haunted doll watch every once in a while (laughs) so it's often enough so i think this phenomenon is fun uh because it's a little silly um so the lady claims that the creepy doll was so jealous of her boyfriend that it beat him up so badly that he left her. Sounds like this chick got dumped and, and blamed it on the doll. Blaming it on the doll instead of her crazy. Right. Um listen lady, you crazy? Crazy. You crazy. And and I'm sorry your boyfriend couldn't handle that crazy. Right. Also, but you crazy. She has like a plastic bag over the stall. Like I'm so confused. Why has the doll like got this baldness to it? Right, the top of its head, nothing. And the the doll's name is Daisy, but spelled D E I S Y. Yeah. Um. Hispanic spelling of it, maybe. Maybe. So yeah, um, lot, lots of the trademark things with haunted dolls. You know, she'd place it facing the wall, and then she'd turn around. The doll turned around, and his head was looking at her on backwards. Um, you know, the light suddenly, uh, a bright light um, appeared, and a Bible fell off the TV. 
Um, <laughs> Why was the Bible on the TV? I don't know. Apparently, the doll forced her boyfriend to leave her because it grabbed and beat him while he was sleeping. Bitch, you oh beat God. up your boyfriend. You beat up your boyfriend while he was sleeping, and you blamed it on a haunted doll. You are ridiculous. That's craziness. That's what that is. You are ridiculous. Where is her boyfriend in all this? Did he? He is. He got out. He he's he's <laughs> he's he marked himself safe on Facebook. Right, <laughs> right. But I'm saying, like, did he give his rendition of the story? <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think it. Um, this is this is a not so exact quote. Bitch, be crazy. Bitch, be crazy. So I left. That's that's essentially it. Bitch, be crazy. So I left. People say it don't be how it is, but it do. <laughs> yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> Remind me to show you the video after okay. we go off air. Okay. Uh, that was our last story of the evening. <laughs> Speaking of, we're going to end a couple minutes early tonight. I kind of like ending a couple minutes early um, because it allows us the a little transition bit. transition is so much nicer. Yeah, it allows <laughs> us a little bit of time to breathe. Typically, our shows are supposed to end on the 55 mark. But I'll tell you what, that extra that extra five minutes giving us ten minutes before uh Oh, it doesn't the, even the have beat. to be five. It could be like three. Yeah. <laughs> but just that that breath yeah. is nice. That it is. it's it allows you to get into the moment of the next show. And we're gonna watch this video. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for listening. And uh hey, watch a Harry Potter marathon. Good night. Highly recommend it. <laughs> chick at gmail.com for delicious treats for delicious treats